Last time on Coriolis Monument. The seal of the airlock is broken and is ready to be entered. Are we all going in? As you're stepping out, you look up just in time to see one of the slavers with a rifle trained down in your direction. You fire up and it hits him right in a weak spot, blowing out his elbow. You shoot him in the leg and he immediately head first tumbles down the ladder tube and lands right in the middle of you all. You lean over and shoot her directly in her lady bits. You fire up and it takes out the cheekbone and half part of his face and he just flops over to the ground dead. Time to start looting the ship. There are several crates filled with food and booze in the cargo hold, lined up in a row, fresh out of the factory, five brand ass new grav bikes. Hidden away underneath one of those floors, a box filled with 12 grenade launchers, along with an assortment of about 40 grenades. You hear Walter over the comm. We have a visitor. Might want to get up here, Captain. Zul, in particular, recognizes this ship. It is a ship known as the Huntress, the flagship of a pirate fleet known as the Iron Chain. The home to that fleet's leader, a woman whom everyone is familiar with, her name is Kandake. Welcome to the Rolmageddon Podcast, the Coriolis Monument Campaign. We are on episode number nine. I think I got that right. I don't know numbers. Yep. I am Jason. I am the Game Master in here for people who are in a lot of trouble right now, and we're going to see how they get out of it. Would you like to introduce yourselves, you poor hapless sons of bitches? Hello, I'm Jordy, and I'm playing Jafar Talay, the Data Spider. Hi, I'm Stevie. I'm going to be playing Jen Collage. Hi, I'm Oli, playing Zulfikar. And I'm Sam, playing Rebus McClintock. And I'm in trouble, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, you're in trouble. So before we get started, I wanted to address uh, one, well, a couple of things. One is mistakes that were made that we're working on not making anymore. This is just all has to do with re-rolling, something the characters love to do, which is why I still have 11 darkness points, despite spending a shit ton of them the last two games. So first of all, you cannot re-roll. Uh, this is now this applies to them for calling on the icons. Also me for darkness points, because I'm the one who messed this up last one. You cannot re-roll on anything except for skill tests. I was re-rolling some armor soaking tests, which was bad. So you can't do that. Just skill tests. Has to be a skill test. And also, uh, something that I think, Stevie, you even pointed out in the middle of game, and I thought you were wrong about it, is you when you re-roll, you do get to keep any sixes that popped up. So there's that possibility of getting a success, but really wanting to get the critical success, and so pushing it anyway. So you get to keep all your sixes. So uh, that's good to know, because sometimes my enemies need to hit harder. And also, the, probably the most important part of this is, 
The bonuses you get when you reroll for praying, you know, one extra die for praying or two for praying in a chapel, only apply to skills that are associated with, with the icon that you pray to. So, for example, now I wish they would have actually organized these by the icon, icon and not by an alphabetical or not even an alphabetical order. Anyway, for example, if you reroll dexterity, it's the dancer. If you're rerolling, say, ranged combat, it's the judge. If you're rerolling, say, datagen, it's the messenger. If you're rerolling, say, a command roll, it's the judge. If you're rerolling some sort of, I don't know, technology roll, it's the messenger. That's weird. I think that'd be the deckhand. Yeah. No, oh, the deckhand is force. That's that's all the yeah, deckhand gets. That's all the deckhand gets. What what page is this on? Page fifty seven in the book for those of you who are listening and for my players who want to look at it. In either case, you need to make a decision on which icon you pray to in the morning uh, so that you can have bonuses on those associated skills. Plan ahead. You can always mm. still re-roll. You just don't get those extra dice unless that's the icon that you are praying to. I'm gonna. You're, you should assume that I'm praying to the judge every day. <laughs> uh, every day, unless I otherwise say. I would assume so. Okay. Thank you. Now the other uh, issue is not a mistake. It's uh, a frustration. And I love you freely if you're listening. I know you're not, but still, your initial your initiative system is a, a giant mess. So. The initiative's tied into the weapons. It's cumbersome. Everybody's moving around. I have to ask everybody what weapon they're using before they even know what's going on in the combat. And then if they change their mind or something happens that does not allow them to use that weapon, then all of a sudden they lose their entire action. And then I have to recalculate all of the initiatives for the next round. So it's just, it's a bunch of math and I don't want to do it. So I'm going to be figuring out a way. I don't know exactly what solution I'm coming to yet, but I'm going to be figuring out a way to adjust that initiative system to make it more user-friendly and not have to constantly moving initiative around unless someone actually uses one of their extra successes to bump themselves up in the initiative or uses one of their actions to reposition themselves within the initiative. Initiative is fun, but moving around in the initiative is not something that people generally do, and I definitely don't want to have to do it every round for like three different people. We're all trying to figure out what the hell they're doing. When we last left off, the crew of the Mahdi successfully raided a slaver ship, murdering the crew and picking up a bounty of grenade launchers, grenades, booze, food, and a plethora of drugs. And five brand new grave bikes. <laughs> Fortunately, upon leaving with our hull, we are accosted by the very leader of the Iron Chain, Kendake, the mistress of the void. <laughs> okay, so my last, uh, where we left off, uh, monologue got hijacked by Jordy, who actually got three, uh, or four, three of the four things, which I wrote on my list. You forgot that you killed three people and captured two people and shoved them into your refrigerator units to be cryogenically frozen. I did forget later. about those two people, but I did include murdering. <laughs> you did murder. So, get. I don't think I killed anyone. Out of four stars. I'm pretty sure June killed everyone. Mm, I think uh, Zul got one. Oh, Zul got one? Yeah. Nice. Well, you have to listen to see. (laughs) Yeah. Do you even listen to the podcast, bro? I'm like like two behind. (laughs) I'm just so busy. (laughs) I'm dizzy. All right. Uh, Another thing that's happened is uh, I handed out the the booty sheet. So everyone knows what, what booty is going on and how much all the monies were and all that good stuff. And now we will get on to the show. Booty, 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 booty.
So a ship has approached as you were all winding down. You'd been working for quite a few hours, scrapping the remains of the primal star. You'd already moved all of the goodies and booty over, everything that basically wasn't nailed down. Moved over your two captives and threw them into the, into the stasis beds. Everyone was tired, and I believe, was it Jafar was cooking dinner? So you walk into a nice dinner, and then you got hailed by Walter Wagon. You had to run up to the bridge to discover that a larger, a larger than your ship, the flagship of the Iron Chain, a group of pirates that kind of roam the sector and command a certain degree of respect. The flagship, the Huntress, was there. Zul and Walter have interacted with the captain of the Huntress on several occasions. The rest of you have run into her to some degree, but are definitely not as knowledgeable as those who have spent like 10 years having to deal with her bullshit. Her name is Kandake. And now as you're all sitting there on the bridge preparing for the worst, her image flashes up on the view screen. Now, Kandake is a tall woman sitting at about six foot three. She has deep brown lustrous skin, waist length braids decorated with the trophies of those she has bested in melee combat, hang down to her waist. Long and narrow brown eyes, dresses in a flowing white blouse and breeches with skin tight armor of some sort beneath that you can kind of see as her clothes shift around. She's definitely prepared for battle. And she has a mere she has a mercurium sword at her side. She carries a an air of imperiousness and command that is almost palpable even through the view screen. She looks out at the crew of the Mahdi and smiles ever so slightly. Zul, what a surprise meeting you out here in the middle of the blackness of space. It looks like you have caught yourself a little mouse. Um, I believe, um, you know what? Um, this one's yours, Kendake. We, we're just be leaving now. <laughs> oh, yes, I believe it is mine. Ah. After all, uh, attacking a slaver ship that is no doubt in service to the warlords of Libelon could uh, end up getting you a price tag on your head, and I... I hear through circles, you know, the rumors that circulate through our line of work, that you have other people who may be interested in where you are. Yeah. (laughs) Have you really been looking for me this whole time, Kendake? Uh, I seem to remember the last time there was a certain gentleman with a rather big knife uh, who seemed to threaten me. Ah, well, I have many people under my employ. It's hard to determine which one with the big knife may have threatened you. Yeah, um, you know, I, I'm really quite flattered, Kendake. I, I am, but, um, we, we really do have an appointment, and, um, in, in spite of what you may have heard, I, I, I think you're mistaken. We really must be going now. But we haven't seen each other in so long, Zul. I think perhaps we should, yes, I think I, perhaps I shall come over and take a trip inside your ship, the Mahdi. It has been so very long, not since uh, Josiah was the captain. 
Ah, yes. Um, we can have a drink. I will bring over some of my crew, and then we would discuss your tithe, after all. Tithe for coming through uh, one of my zones is 40% of your cargo. Um, here's, here's the rub. That's not going to happen. I know you are, as you've described yourself, a pirate queen. And I give you that, but while you may be able to bully many other captains, I'm afraid that we won't be bullied. Um, you can have this ship here. It's quite valuable. I'm sure you can add it to your fleet. And, um, we'll just be on our way. Well, it's so nice of you to give me permission to let you go. However, it's your choice in how this chance meeting will end. You can be boarded or you can be bombarded. I will be preparing my shut, or I'll be preparing to dock with you. I suggest that you ship. <laughs> no aggressive docking. I best. I suggest that your crew prepares to meet me. I would like to meet them, after all. Besides, aside from you and Walter, I have uh, not really had the chance to interact with your new trainees. I shall see you in 30 minutes. The screen goes dark. The ship begins moving in toward your ship, aligning docking bays. On well, before they start moving in, um, I think we should run. At the same time, you're getting uh, scanned. Can't we, don't we have that, like, stealth thing where we can just, like... Yeah, let's leave. Can we just, like, ghost out of here and book it? Yeah, we're going to run. I feel like... Uh, All right, their sensors have locked on to your ship, which means they can start firing torpedoes if they need to. Uh, wait, could, could don't, don't we get... Wouldn't we be in round time before they got to scan us? Uh, as they were moving in, they immediately started scanning you. Oh, well, couldn't we have reacted then in round time to <laughs> get out of the scanning range? <laughs> scan them. Nope. Uh, the... You can scan them back if you want to lock, lock your sensors on. Or do uh, the little scan thing to try to get uh, your data I'll memes. Just, I'll just do a cursory scan. Does our stealth thing get rid of a target lock? Before she boards yes. us, can yeah. we put any... Does anybody want anything in the freaking... Uh, I mean, I'd, I'd like stash. to see what their weapon systems are like. I don't know about mm -hmm. you guys, but... Maybe see how fast they are fucking souped up. I'm pretty sure they'll catch up. Fuck, I'm shooting with everything. Oh my god. How you doing over there, Jafar? You, you get a good roll there? Mm, flustered. <laughs> you get a push nice, it, nice roll. roll? I'm blessing the dice. Bless. Mm. Bless. Fuck it. Oh my god, are you really doing it already? Did I? Am I getting a darkness for Three minutes Is that in. what's happened? That yeah, what's sure. All right, up to 12. If I'm rolling my signature skill, I'm always going to re-roll, darling. And, I, and I'd suggest you do the same. I was just asking questions. Oh, are you? Because it sounded pretty bitchy. Three. Three successes? Yes. All right. As they are locking their sensors onto you, you go through and do a quick scan to break down their ship. You figure out a number of things. Uh, one, the armor is obviously reinforced. The ship itself has uh, a couple of extra reactors to enhance its energy production. Great. Uh, it appears to be armed with a pair of accelerator cannons, a pair of torpedo bays, 
a pair of ion cannons and a pair of uh, one of those, the flak ones, the defensive ones, yeah, as well as cannon. some the countermeasures. Oh, counter I convey the information. We should rig our docking uh, port with a bunch of high explosives and I'll be wearing suits. And then as soon as they get in there, we can blow the high explosives and just kill them. And I mean, that's a ballsy move. All right, so here's the question. Are you going to go into round time? Uh, I got to see what this ability does before we go into round time. Yeah. If the ability does what I think it does, then maybe. All right, we'll take a slight pause here while Ali looks at the Are you looking at the, the stealth module? Yeah. Mm. So my, my question is, if we were to, like, say, accelerate real fast to the other side of the other ship and then just blow it up between us and then just, like, stealth out, like, would the would the debris from the other ship, like, mess with their sensors at all? I don't know. It'd probably create a... I, w- I would say it would act similar to countermeasures where torpedoes would get fucked. Okay. Uh, it might impose like a negative on their attack, but it's not going to screw up their sensors per se. All, all I'm saying is letting her on our ship seems like a real bad, bad news bear moment here. I mean, the way I see it, we can fight, which sounds like a really bad idea. We could flee... Or we could go along with... Oh, we recovered our HP from... from we did. Okay. No, there's enough time. If we let her on board, maybe we have a better chance of beating her one-on-one versus ship-to-ship. Maybe we can take her hostage if we need to. I think that's a bad idea. I mean, I think fleeing is the best idea. I do, too. I don't. No? I think she'll catch us. <laughs> you just looked at a look at their weapons. <laughs> I mean, they do have a lot of weapons. Are they as fast as us, though? That's not going to matter if they have torpedoes. And they have two. They also have extra... They have two more energy points than you. So they can be faster if they need to. Maybe we just give her the 40%. (laughs) Why don't we give her, like, your 10% down there? Maybe we can negotiate her down a little bit. Why don't we wine and dine in 69 her and, like, see how she feels after that? Yeah. I mean, she's... She's apparently here for you, and she's mm-hmm. being nice. Yeah, about she's that. being real nice to you. Yeah, fine. I don't. <laughs> here, you're Zool, the captain. <laughs> Zul, here's the thing. She has a souped-up fleet, right? And she owns the area, running while we're still in her area. Um, actually, I'm gonna have uh, y'all make culture rolls if you have it, and Zul, you're gonna get plus two on the roll, assuming you have culture to begin with. Actually, I'll let you make the roll even without culture, because you have experience in these matters. Plus two on the roll. Are we getting plus three because of our ship database? <laughs> no, that's not a thing, right? I got zero. You're not doing research. We're Googling. I got a success. Two successes. All right. I mean, I haven't known you guys that long, so... One. There's One. another ship right there. I can... <laughs> <laughs> Jafar's like, yes, Kandake, I would love to join your Iron Fleet. <laughs> no, for, uh, so Zul and then Jun as well. You, you uh, as Jun is speaking of this is her space, this is not her space at all. She is totally out of her zone. This is the area of the Libelon warlords. Uh, this whole route, route, route uh, is basically kind of neutral, but made claim by the Libelon, the warlords of the planet Libelon. So she's just traveling through. Could I make a ping to the planet at 
upon knowing that? Like letting them know that she's claiming this territory? Uh, I mean, you could send that out and let them know, which could cause problems for her later. That's up to you. I wouldn't know that. You'd have to convey that information. Yeah, you're still about a day out mm-hmm. from the planet itself. So, I mean, you have to launch like a data or a communications probe or some shit, whatever they used to launch through the portals. Mm. I mean, I know that or... just the data travel, travels through it. But what? <laughs> I said, as far as I know, the data just travels through it. The portals? Mm-hmm. No, they send uh, like these. Okay. Like communication orbs or something. So when. They get information through one portal, an orb comes through, and then it moves on to the next portal, and then goes so through So why am I not over. sitting at a, like the edge of a portal, just gathering those damn drones and <laughs> stealing them? Gathering information, <laughs> yeah. You'd probably get arrested. Try and catch me. In either case, what are you going to do? Um, I will have stolen some grenades before um, the loot got... <laughs> you said you didn't want anything. Well, well... Mark off like six grenades. Which six? (laughs) The Huntress pulls in and is now getting aligned with your ship. Walter looks back at you, Zul. Well? Uh, I mean... uh, Are we going to entertain her, or are we going to try to get out of here? I can try to punch it, but remember, the hole's still got a few scratches on it. Walter, I'm going to try and charm her. Well, good luck with that. I'll go to the kitchen and look for the best bottle of booze we got. Uh, you I, actually have a lot of really good booze I know, from but your... I don't want to go look through the cargo. I'm okay. Like... I'm going to give you like a little basket of like scented lubes and edible <laughs> panties. <laughs> be like, see if you can't dick her down to like 25%. You just got Rebus's bug out bag. That's what I hear. <laughs> Rebus, where did you get all that? It's just stuff. bras and knives. This is my weekend bag. <laughs> all right, so. Bar running down to get some good booze. I mean, dinner has just been prepared. I don't even think we ate, did we? Uh, no. You got called up. Uh, Extra plate. June, sentence. what are you doing? Anything? Um, can I like try to find all the weapons and put them in a secret sash? Uh, yeah. Does she know? I about mean, the you can. Sash? You can. It's going to take you some time because there's quite a few of those grenade launchers and they're heavy. Mm. Uh, if you had some help, maybe you I could get help. it done quicker. Okay, so yes. Rebus. And Jun are trying to hide the grenade launchers and the smuggler stash. And a sword and a Vulcan pistol yeah. and a Vulcan PDW. And, and, and the heavy okay, armor. just all the weapons. I'll do all the weapons. Except I would, tor- torpedoes. They're, they're huge. I would like to um, pick like a really tasteful bouquet of flowers. Uh, maybe apply some cologne. Um, generally make myself <laughs> as uh, handsome as I possibly hey, can on your balls, be. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Brush my teeth. <laughs> Wearing that uh, still suit for too long. Uh, I'm gonna look. I'll look at. I'll look at Jun and Rebus. Listen, I hope you guys understand. Uh, I'm. I'm gonna put in the work here as I'm like brushing my hair back and. I'm really all for taking it. one for the team. Four two zero six nine. Who changed the code? <laughs> <laughs> beep beep beep. Also, what were the drugs that we got? Were those listed on there? It's just assorted drugs. Yeah. Hey, can we can we stash recreational? The, can we stash, stash the drugs and the booze too? Because that's that's going to be something that'll be worth something everywhere. Or do you think mm-hmm. they'll it's know? It's not about the that? most valuable of the things. On there. Yeah, I'd say just leave the booze and drugs out, and if they want to take those, fuck yeah, out. it's also the majority of what you found yeah. is mm-hmm. booze and drugs. It's yeah, like as far as out. pure bulk size. Yeah. And remember, your smuggler stash is. Well occupied by a large safe containing a suit of very expensive armor. 
So packed it, by it both will value. run out of space eventually. Go by value. Okay. So what oh, can... and at least one grab bike in there if I can fit it. The grab bikes will not fit no. in the smuggler stage. Damn it. Yeah. She's gonna take all the grab bikes. I know it. I'm like throwing over like, my left hit. I'm like throwing blankets over grab bikes, mm-hmm. and like she can take anything else, honestly. But the grab bikes, she yeah, takes just, those. Leave us the grab bike. Mommy, a really nice my... exo loader. She might like. Could you? Could we tie the grab bikes to like some string and like secretly put them, them back out? out in space after we already had to do that maneuver to get them in the ship? I feel like they'd see that. I'm throwing blankets. No, 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 no. Just like maneuver the ship so that that cargo bay is on the other side and then just like keep the ship so that I don't think it's we can maneuver the, the ship gra- if they're docked with us. I'm anymore. like putting lampshades and blankets over him so she can't see him. <laughs> As you're all can, uh, moving can, about quickly. Wait, 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 wait. Can I ask Walter? If you can maneuver the ship to stall them just a little bit, so we have a little extra time. It's like, oh, oh, oops, 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 we can't dock. Oops, oops. I can give her a little bit of a nudge, but it ain't gonna save you but a minute or two. Thanks, Walt. I try my soup and then I throw a little salt in it. <laughs> a few minutes later, so you've managed to store all the weapons into the smuggler stash. And what was your next item you were trying to get in there? Drugs. Nothing there. else, I think. Nothing else? Okay. Because the grab bike can't fit in there. Okay. At this point, you feel the whole ship shudder as her docking unit attaches to your airlock. And hear Walter's voice coming over the intercom. All right. They're all linked up. Should I let her in? Let her in. All right. Is there some... anybody there to greet her? Hello. I'll, I'll be there. All right, you guys rush down to the airlock. Um, I'd like to have some the lights dimmed just a little bit. Um, taking that time, maybe light a few candles, um, sprinkle a few flower petals. Um, maybe, maybe you know, get some scent into the air. Um, You're standing in the airlock. You're gonna like doll up the airlock. It's on the other side. Yeah, like like no, no, on the other side, like a little trail of flower petals coming in. Maybe some like smooth music, like some you know Barry Manilow or whatever his equivalent is. I have a tray with two glasses on it and a bottle of the booze on it. All right, the airlock opens up, and you see face to face her stature and presence, kind of becomes much more apparent to those of you who haven't truly met her in person as she steps through. Flanking her to either side are two pairs of two bodyguards look very well armed and coming in behind them... Are they hot? Uh, I just, can for just... <laughs> <laughs> just for Rebus' sake. Just for Rebus' sake. And coming in behind them, you see one kind of like uh, lanky but kind of wiry uh, man, uh, brown hair, brown eyes, kind of pale, dressed in very practical, like rugged clothing that's covered in ship fluids. Basically, Rebus, Rebus recognizes <laughs> several of the colors of the fluids and realizes this guy's probably their engineer. And beside him, you see a woman, appears to be in her mid-20s. Uh, she's on the shorter side, almost petite, except for she's very lean like very lean muscles, bright blue eyes. Her hair is dyed white and cut really short and has that sort of a, you know, when like somebody dyes their hair and it gets like really dry and like kind of straight, mm-hmm. you know, it kind of looks like that. I don't know what the technical term is for that. And she has like a deep tan to her skin. 
and she's she is dressed in a sort of weird uh like a combination of clothing and armor but it's all in this black and white almost checkerboard like pattern almost like she specifically dresses in this way to like i don't know it's some sort of style apparently fucking cruella de vil right here and she's just kind of like looking at you all you can just see the the utter contempt in her eyes um, the guy that's there, the engineer, just looks, he's just looking around at everything and just, he appears to be just examining every facet of your ship and just looking very interested. Flanking Kandake, as I said, are a set of four bodyguards, two male, two female. The two that are closest to her are a man who looks, uh, he's got a big bushy beard, looks very like a well-seasoned veteran soldier, looks to be in his early 40s. On the other side... A girl that looks to be in her mid-30s, very serious-looking look on her face and a large dura axe on her back, lots of scars. And then the two other ones, a thug who just looks like he doesn't want to be there. He's muscled, shaved head, kind of dull gray eyes. And he just looks kind of a... He's, just, he's there because he's supposed to be there. And then on the other side, a very still woman, very slight build. You get the sense that she, her stillness is a tension of waiting to react. And she, her eyes just dart from each of you, one after the other. And she's, she's evaluating you, looking at any weapons you may be carrying, looking at whatever armor you happen to be wearing. Looks like she's really kind of chopping you up and, and doing the math on how capable you are. And Kandake steps forward, looks down at the flower petals and the candles and the, woman behind her, the one with the, the checkerboard clothing, just laughs. I'm going to use Mind Reader on Kandake. Are you now? Darkness point if you want. I will take that darkness point, and I'll also roll against it, because my system that I'm implementing is if you have any mystical ability training, you get to resist mystical abilities instead of them just being instantaneous. I am implementing oh. that because I feel like if you have force training, you should be able to stop the force. Do I get to roll against their resistance then? Yeah, it's going to be an opposed roll, basically. So you roll your mystic powers, and she rolls hers. Okay, I just got a success. You got a a success. You want to push it? I'll push it. Oh my god! You got to keep that one six. You're giving me another darkness point. So, so then does she get to oppose again? No. Still counts as one. You have one success. You can push to get more. Basically, if she gets a number of successes equal to you, she blocks you out. And if she gets more than you, she knows exactly what you're doing. That's how we're going to be playing the Mystic Powers game. Oh, I wouldn't have put so many points in. Okay. Uh, I got two successes. All right. Total? Yeah. You stand still, not saying anything as you concentrate, and you get these fleeting thoughts across her mind as she looks over your crew, and the first thing, she was like, where's Walter? Oh, probably on the bridge, and then she's looking, and she's definitely running over uh, evaluations, and kind of her mind is spitting out judgments as she gets these initial view in person of your crew. If you're, uh, your crew members, because the last crew she fully met in person was when Josiah was still alive and you had a completely different crew for the Mahdi. 
and she kind of looks at June, and you get she gets this feeling, uh, assassin, fighter, you know, some sort of muscle. Looks over at Jafar, and she says, uh, yeah, data nerd, typical, arrogant, probably grew up poor. She looks over at Rebus. Fish out of water, obviously in it for the money. Looks a little bit on the horny side. <laughs> True. And then at you, looking you up and down and going, uh, he's got that blank stare on his face like he's using one of his abilities. I wonder what he's trying to do to me. And then Hi. she speaks up. Zoo, so good to see you again in person. Oh, it has been so long. We have met, and you're just growing bigger and stronger. This is a strong boy. Josiah raised you well. So, um, what brings you over here? Uh, this isn't this isn't your area. You just came to see me. I I got you this bouquet of flowers, Kendake. I, I noticed you've got plenty more trinkets in your hair. Well, you know how I am. I like to fight. I like to ensure that people maintain a distance sometimes running a pirate organization one as large and as powerful as the iron chain you have to put down a few rabid dogs of course that means that ships become available for new captains those who are competent and loyal of course well i don't know about new captains old captains Blue captains. It's going to turn into Dr. Suit. <laughs> what, what is it you want from us today? Um, is it, is it this ship here? It's quite valuable. This, this one we've left, it's worth several hundred thousand credits at least. Oh, yes, I'm sure we will tow that hunk of junk out of here. And as a matter of fact, it's good that we're here. We can do this favor for you. Free of charge, of course. We will remove this ship and then... The warlords of Libelon will never know where their little slaver dog boys ended up. No, oh, you and I both know that slavery is the lowest form of criminality. I, I have never dabbled in slavery. I prefer cargo that's easy to ship and does not cry and shit itself. I think we're agreed on that. Um, so, um... What brings you and your, your friends on board our little ship here? Well, I think you know that. We're here for our tithe. Tithe implies that I am part of your f fiefdom. Um, I believe we are um, an independent ship. Um, yes, of course, which is why instead of the 15% tithe that I would normally give to members of the Iron Chain, I am giving you 40%. Or rather, you are giving me 40%. Come now, though. We just stand here in the airlock chatting on. We should go have a look. What did you pick up from these little slavers? It's my understanding that they just dropped off a load of their cargo. Hi, I'm Jun. Yes, I know who you are. I'm from the Gargalon system. Hi, I'm Rebus. <laughs> I don't think that's a system. <laughs> you know, the, the, the Gargalon system. Gargalon these nets? <laughs> <laughs> Hi there, I'm Gina Marino. I'm the sheep courtesan. Welcome. All right, let's go have a look. You still have that arboretum? 
Josiah is very proud of all the plants on the ship. Come yeah. with you there and get a, a breath of uh, as close as fresh air as you can out here in the middle of the void. Or after you, I suppose. No, no, lead on. You are the captain. I would not disrespect you by turning my back to you. Why don't you direct them to the kitchen, since there's food and not the secret smuggler stash hidden directly in that area that she... Um, uh, <laughs> after, after me, come, come along. My, um, my associate Jafar is actually... Gino. Well known. Marino. Gino Marino is well known for his cooking. Very well, I could use a bite to eat, something to drink. Ah, absolutely here. I've, um... I didn't bring glasses for all of your friends. Um, I wasn't expecting quite so many. Um, you'll you'll have to introduce us. Um, what are all of your names? She turns. Says, "Of course, where are my manners?" She turns to the kind of pale guy with all the like mess, messy clothes. Says, "This is Ivory. He is my chief engineer." She turns to the girl with the black and white outfit. This is Guillotine. She is my gunner. And these are my loyal soldiers. She points to the older-looking uh, veteran man. This is Rod. Rod. <laughs> <laughs> Does June giggle? Yeah. <laughs> she, <laughs> Rod just looks at you, gives you a real hard look. Yeah, a hard Marsh look coming from Rod. Let's <laughs> give him like a little like... She, <laughs> she turns to the other guy, who the one who looks like he doesn't really want to be there. This is Thumper. <laughs> she turns to uh, the scarred-up girl with the Durax. This is Hatchet. And then she turns to the one who's just been watching you patiently. So this is Shimi. Well, for going by like what we do on the ship, I guess I'm fucker. You know, yeah, to just provide uh, pleasure for our captain then. Is that right, Jafar Tilley? That, that's her desire. Who said that? Huh? Gina Marino. <laughs> I know who you all are. Yeah, I'm Gina Marino. Your crew is very funny. Perhaps you should form a comedy act and travel as a traveling circus of sorts instead of doing piracy. Oh, we thought about that. Hmm, it might be better for you all. Who said we're out here doing piracy? We're just uh, the remains of that <laughs> ship that is, looks like it has been slowly being scrapped. Oh, unless, of course, you just wandered across it in the dark and decided that you were going to salvage. Honestly, you scare me for me to lie to you. <laughs> that is good to be scared of me. That is called wisdom. So you make your way toward the kitchen in the mess hall where you have your food. And and obviously offer her up the head of the table. Should I light some candles? I'll light some more candles. We're just going to up the mood now. <laughs> I'll, pour, I'll pour some wine. Mm-hmm. It's fine alcohol. <laughs> going to go with it. Like a, like a really heavy pour, like a pint glass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> here's, here's your pint of wine. <laughs> actually, actually, I want to do it. I want to like, like, I'll put like a little waiter outfit on bef- beforehand and just like. <laughs> I'm assuming you don't actually have a little waiter outfit. I mean, I don't know. I, assume I don't have. know. I'll try to scrounge up. The best of my ability. Do we have assless chaps and a cowboy hat? Yeah, that I that I put on. And <laughs> so I would be happy to sit and enjoy some dinner and a glass of wine. But I think me and you, so we need to talk alone. 
very Meanwhile, well. and she just gestures. Ivory, take Thumper and begin searching all of the engineering areas for hidden compartments. Let's see what kind of loot we have here. She gestures to Guillotine. Guillotine, you will take Shimi and search all of the cargo areas. Get an evaluation of the cargo and figure out what our tithe is going to be. Then she gestures to the other thugs. Rod, Hatchet, uh, why don't you go look around in the stasis areas and other common zones to see if they have anything hidden there. You will find two people sleeping. You can have them if you want. You can, of course, have your crew accompany my groups if you wish. Uh, Ivory, is it? You're not going anywhere near my engines unless I'm right next to you. Hey, oh, oh, yeah, of course. I, I, I would never, never think of that. Uh, I mean, we're just searching for, look, you know, for uh, valuables. I'm not. Not here to sabotage your ship or anything. It's a very interesting ship. It looks like it's made out of like seven different ships. Well, get ready to have me right up your ass the whole time you're looking. Oh, that sounds very interesting. Um, yes, let's go look. You wander off with with Ivory and Thumper. Thumper, who carries it, is so called because he has a very large, uh, what looks like uh, titanium or. Dura, whatever the hell the Dura is made of, baseball bat. And then, uh, Jun, what are you doing? Can I go with Rod? Uh, with Rod and Hatchet, the two thugs? Yeah, Rod and Hatchet. Okay. So they, they kind of look at you. Uh, Alright, so then, uh, Jafar, are you gonna go with, uh, Guillotine and Shimi into the cargo areas? Sure. Alright. As you're all breaking up, Jafar, you receive a private communication on your little, you know, Apple Watch or whatever it is that you've got. Beep, 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 beep. It's from Walter. Do you answer? Oh, duh. Well, uh, Walter is has it, sent you... Is it a you, voice message? Or a it is a text message right. in order to be a little more subtle. It says uh, something. Uh, looks like somebody's trying to crack into the ship. Please make an excuse to make it to the bridge. Um, I'll say that. Uh, I forgot to get Walter his dinner. <laughs> if he doesn't take that with his pills, he's going to go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> he, needs this, he needs this soup and these pills, or he doesn't stay regular. I turn around and book it. All right. They're going to raise an eyebrow at you, shrug. And then the two thugs, or no, you're go, you're with, uh, I'm with the thugs. Jones with the thugs, so. Guillotine, and, I really should have put these in pairs. Shimi? Shimi. Shimi. Uh, head down to the actual cargo bay to look at your nice, shiny new grab bikes. Yeah, whatever. It's not too late to change teams. <laughs> um, uh, please make sure that she doesn't take the grab bikes. So, <laughs> please. <laughs> She could take everything but the I grab mean, they're bikes. in the cargo bay now, so I could logistically just open up that damn hatch if they try to touch them. <laughs> Shoot them into space. I mean... Ooh. Oh, get Should have to a rope first. Just let them, like, flop around there. I always think of what's the worst thing I could do, and then I work backwards from that. Wow, card. So, let's see. Jafar, you're... Sprinting off to the bridge under the pretense of giving Walter his medication and soup. Uh, Rebus heading down with Ivory and whoever the other Thumper. guy was. Thumper. 
to look around the engineering for secret stashes where you can be hiding things from your queen, Kandake. I'm, gonna I'm going down with Rod and Shaft. <laughs> As you're heading out with Rod and... Hatchet. Shaft. And Hatchet. Wait, Rod is with... The girl, Guillotine, speaks up and says, You know what? Uh, I think I would rather... Why don't, why don't you guys, Rod, Hatchet, why don't you guys go search the cargo bay? It seems so boring. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to accompany this one. Why don't you, why don't you show me around there? What's, what's your name? Juni, Juno? Jun Kalaj. Yeah. yeah, you got that like Kua Pop thing going on. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. the whole style, except not like the actual star, like more like one of the fans that's really trying to look like mm-hmm. one of the stars. Mmm, girly. Mm. It's a nice gun you got there. It's she nice. Pat's her extremely high-tech sniper rifle. Now what do you got there on your back? You trying to compensate for something? Uh, no, I just like to shoot people from a long ways away. It's fun. Heads look like, when they explode, look like little fireworks. Yeah. Why don't you go show me around? Let's, uh, let's go check out uh, those bodies you got. Maybe it's somebody I know. You all head out to go search different areas. Leaving Zul and Kandake alone, drinking wine at a table with some candles and soup. Ah, alone, finally. Uh. Can I quickly enable the music in the room? <laughs> Some Kenny G comes on. It's just a smooth saxophone. No. Smooth sax. Love hits of the 80s. This three CD set will get you in the mood at any time. Now that's what I call Kua Pop. <laughs> so Kandake sits there doing that, you know, obnoxious thing where she twirls wine in a glass, looking all pretentious. I'm going to twirl my wine equally pretentiously exactly at the same time. <laughs> And 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 look at her expectantly. Um. So, I don't understand. I'm your former captain, Josiah. Always very reluctant, very independent, wanting to see the stars for himself, have his own route or whatever, freedom to go wherever he wants. But the iron chain has grown much stronger, and. Out here all alone with the factions slowly encroaching along the Algo route, slowly taking things over. Corsairs like us, we need to band together. It is more profitable, it is safer. I just do not see why you would resist such the tempting offer. Protection from the smaller, weaker raiders that can come up and Sneak up and take your prey. No, Kendake, I, I see, I see the logic. I would be more than happy to provide some protection to you from all the raiders. Yeah. Always the smart ass. Oh, come you know. now. Well, I don't want to serve under another captain. Certainly not as one that would call their fleet the iron chain it's just just invokes such such negative connotations of, of s- slavery frankly and i you've become some sort of moralist now not moralist no but um perhaps nebulously moral um when it suits me um i adhere to a certain code and frankly since Josiah died. It suited me quite regularly. 
um, this business with these slavers. It's it it didn't feel like piracy. It felt like justice. And I've heard a few rumors here and there about some of the business you've been engaged in, and certainly. I can assure you, the Iron Chain does not deal in slavery. Um, does it deal in extortion? At times. As it, it certainly feels a bit onerous to be boarding us and demanding 40% of our hard-fought earnings. Um, well, I mean, the alternative was to blow holes in your ship, venture all into space, and just take all of it, including your ship. What would you have me do? These decisions, they weigh upon my head like the crown of an empress. I'm going to reach down and I'm going to grab her, her hand. Um, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kiss her, her soft uh, uh, skin on her hand. And I'm going to say, listen. Listen, you are quite possibly the most breathtaking woman I've ever laid eyes upon, and you grow more beautiful with each trophy that you add, but I do not see myself being a, a trophy um, for the same reason that you desire me to join your fleet. Um, you surely know that I cannot. Now, l- let us talk some business. Um, <laughs> Why don't you make a manipulation roll? Okay. Opposed. Oh, get her. I'm gonna re-roll that with the darkness point. You can have two. You can have the darkness point back. <laughs> oh, but I added a plus two because I played to the merchant because I was planning on seducing. <laughs> Uh, two successes. Okay. She lets you take her hand and kiss it. Um, kind of smiles at you. You get this feeling that she's uh, almost impressed with your your uh, confidence and your attitude. You didn't get to where you are just by being beautiful. Um, <laughs> you obviously are a shrewd businesswoman. And... Uh, I uh, remember that you were always open to making a deal. Um, surely 40% is quite quite obscene. Um, tell you what, how about we give you 10% of our cargo? <laughs> and, and we do you a small favor of some sort. And what might this favor be? What kind of favor... Could a queen of the horizon be tempted with with <laughs> one wandering nomad crew? Well, outside of the obvious favor that I might do you, um, I intend to be roaming the horizon for quite a while. And um, I imagine at some point in the future, you may... Need our assistance. Um, I am a man of my word, as you know, and I'll um, I'll lean in and I'll I'll whisper. Please allow me to owe you a favor. Um, in addition to 
whatever favor I might offer you. And then I'll um look at I'll I'll look at her in the eye um from the the whispered position and I'll I'll I'll, I'll look her deep in the eyes and I'll say you know you truly are incredibly beautiful. Um and I'll I'll lean in and <laughs> make another manipulation roll. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pushing it. Oh my god, look at this. I just keep getting darkness points. You know what? I'm gonna. I already got some successes. I might as well go for more and spend that darkness point you just gave me. Damn it. Ooh, I got three. Oh, What'd I, you get? I get two more dice, though. Wait. I cheated already. I already had. I only got one success. I already cheated, though, because I had two extra dice on the first roll. <laughs> you fucking cheater. I'm sorry. Wait. Where you get to you hear that, listeners? Well, hear this? I got to deal with these people. Minus two, then. No, I already did the reroll. I got one success. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. I was going to reroll my extra two dice to see if I could get more than one, but uh, how does she? How does she react? <laughs> well, she got three she successes, so laughs. And as you're leaning in and getting like real close to her, you feel the slight poke of a knife at your belly. <laughs> so I've let you get close enough. Uh, we are here to talk business, not pleasure. Pleasure is something I reserve for those who work under me. Surely I could work under you for an evening, if necessary. Oh, I'm sure you can. I find it interesting you're willing to haul yourself out for a bit of loot. You should bring up Rebus. <laughs> you should say, yeah, I would I would protect 50,000 uh, burr. You know, if, if we can't negotiate that. I don't believe I've you're there to offer I know, advice. I know, I know. I've know. got a single mom on this ship. <laughs> I, I'm like, uh, a, I appear as a little angel on a... <laughs> I'll, I'll, look, I'll look down at the knife that's at my belly. Um, but not immediately recoil, and I'll say, I believe a prostitution is a transactionary measure, and I was merely offering, um, well, I get the message, and I'll, I'll, um, I'll, I'll lean back and I'll say, if, if you, if you change your mind, and I'll, I'll wink at her, um, but business, uh, as you said, and I'll, I'll, Sit back at a, a comfortable business, <laughs> a comfortable business distance, but still close, close as 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 someone would to somebody that they were maybe um, like they they were friends with, like like not someone that had maybe just like almost stabbed you in the stomach, but like somebody <laughs> somebody that like like you're like okay, like so within stabbing range still. With within stabbing range, within within like friendly range, you know what I mean? Like like not not like stabbing range is like like a little like you know still friendly, but not like trying to seduce range. You know, like I'm not trying to okay. like whisper in her ear or something, but like I'm still trying to talk like like close, like intimately. All right. So she reaches at her reaches to her side, pulls out a little data pad. Why don't you uh, give me? A breakdown of the things we have here, and we'll see if my people, what they find, matches up what you tell me. And then we'll determine the percentage based on how honest you are, pirate. And we're going to switch scenes. (laughs) Rebus. What? (laughs) 
<laughs> you are traveling with Ivory and Thumper. Is that it? Yep. Ivory and Thumper. <laughs> I have too many notes for this episode. So as you're going down, uh, Ivory is kind of looking at everything, looking around. Uh, he's supposed to be searching for like hidden compartments and stuff, but he seems to be more looking at your ship. Uh, Thumper looks a little agitated and is kind of pushing things and trying to find, you know, oh, is there a secret little cargo thing here? And being a little more attentive. But Ivory just keeps like flitting from area to area as you go down into like the maintenance areas and the reactor tubes and the like little repair tubes and stuff. And he's just like, oh, wow, th- this has this has to be a Yastapol ship, right? I mean, who would patch together... Well, I'm counting like seven or eight different models here. Who would patch these together like this? This is, this is crazy. I mean, it's like it's like your whole, your ship's made out of spare parts, but it's still running. Not only that, but it looks like it's running well. I guess I'll take that as a compliment. I uh, I'll try to keep her nice, you know. As a, I'm definitely like to keep it nice for the deckhand. I mean, how, how do you even deal with this? I mean, look at look at these. He starts pointing to various like intake outtake tubes, like, like these. You have, what do you have to like make custom parts every time you fix this ship? You can't just buy like right off the line. I mean, I, I you know, every once in a while I have to jury rigger here and there, but you know, I feel like I do a pretty good job of making what I need, getting by. It's fa- it's fairly interesting. This is a, I just ah okay. Um, I guess I'll take that as a compliment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, Com- compliment. So I mean, I'm assuming you did you you didn't build this ship, right? No, but I do my best to keep her up. Oh, okay. He just again flittering on down the hall, kind of like moving past you into other areas, like not even really asking your permission, just like going here and there and looking at your different bits and pieces of the ship. Um, Thumper again pushing things and looking incompetently like he's searching for something he just doesn't seem to really know what he's doing like he's expecting ivory supposed to be doing this eventually turns to you you got to like a you got a shitter what are you trying to ask me there uh, big boy with a baseball bat shitter like but, a bathroom yeah yeah i need to shit yeah somewhere right down there in the hall try not to make a mess yeah 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 just uh you babysit him wanders off Leaving you alone with Ivory, <laughs> who's just like <laughs> running around like a little kid with way too much soda in his system. I'm going to try to like distract Ivory by like asking him dumb questions the whole time. Okay, like what? dumb questions, like, like yeah. what? Like, like where he's from, his family, his kin. <laughs> um, just anything I can think of, just to like keep him distracted because he seems easily distracted. Okay, um, make a manipulation roll. If I have any manipulation, oh, you can roll manipulation without having points in it. I think it's just empathy. Oh, oh yeah, just empathy. Just three die. <laughs> well, rapes. <laughs> nope. Okay. Uh, he seems pretty good at distracting himself for the most part, and he kind of like half answers your questions, like, "Oh, it's uh, born on space station." Uh yeah no I mean my dad was around for a little bit but yeah mostly took care of myself you know just learn how to fix shit sell shit pick up scraps try to make you know money selling make ship stuff to 
Doris and other people that came through. Where's your main reactor? Can I look at your main reactor? Uh, I guess if you have to. It seems like I don't have much of a choice in this matter. Well, I'm, yeah, yeah, I guess Kentucky kind of just, yeah. I mean, I, I just didn't want to be impolite and just go look at it. Well, I guess I appreciate it's that. Your, for it's your the... ship. It just is your, your, this is your cellar. Well, I appreciate that attitude, even though uh, we're in this current situation. Yeah, come on, let's uh, go have a look at the reactor. Just try not to touch anything or, uh, you know, oh, oh, blow oh, us oh, all yeah. up. Oh, yeah. White glove treatment. White glove treatment. So he, he begins looking over your reactors and gets really intense. And he kind of leans towards the back of the reactor where, like, the outtake valves are, which is basically the reactor... Makes a bunch of pressure. I'm totally, um, you know, generic space sta- spacing this. Quantum pressure. Does the quantum uh, configurations with the molecular atomics. Mm-hmm. Dilithium. <laughs> Unobtainium. <laughs> <laughs> and he kind of looks to where the, like, the outtake is, where the energy gets converted and kind of pushed out and, like, basically creates the reaction that moves your ship, creates the pressure. And he looks up and he says, yeah, someone it looked like it's somebody installed that wrong. Uh, excuse me. No, I mean it works fine. It's good, but look, like there's like a, I don't know. Am I seeing that wrong? It's like a curve to those outtake. No, okay. I don't know. I, it's just like I had so many different pieces. It's like how do they work together? <laughs> Who knows? Are you sure you know what you're doing? I know plenty about ships. He starts like uh, as almost like a child challenge she just starts naming off the pieces of the reactor to you and that's a this and that's a quantum blah 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 and that's a explodey thing and blah 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 and he's getting them all right well remind me to tell Kandake that you should be employee of the month (laughs) uh thanks sure know all your fancy names to these parts but I'm not sure if you know how they work can I help you Ollie I'm not there I can't say it yeah you can't (laughs) You guys are just texting each other. What do I do? Ah. Like, would would Rebus get a roll to see if that was actually the case? Um, Rebus is interested right now. Rebus seems more annoyed. <laughs> Rebus is annoyed. Okay, okay, sorry. I guess just for his sake, I will look at it just to see like what he's okay. talking about. I'll make a tech roll. Okay, uh, eight. I got one. All right, you kind of think you see what he's talking about? I mean, it all looks good to you. You've never really had any problems with it. Uh, the best I could say is, like, if you get to a place where you can actually shut down your reactor for a time and dig in the innards of it, you might be able to figure out what he's talking about. But for now, it's just a thing that's going on inside your reactor that you can't really, like, fuck with. But yeah, he said something about, like, some sort of bend in the tube, and you look at it, and you're like, if there is, it's real subtle. Like you're like, yeah, that you know, it's like almost like an optical illusion. You look at it, go, yeah, there's a, it's a slight, but no, like, no, no, there's a bit. No, wait, am I just seeing things? So you'd have to shut down the reactor and take it apart if you actually wanted to examine what you what he thinks he saw. I mean, <clears throat> she's working fine for now, but I think I maybe see something. But she's working. Oh, okay, well, let's get, let's get the rest of this. Where did? Thug, I mean, our loyal companion, go. I think he's messing up one of our bathrooms somewhere. Oh, lovely. Oh, God. I do not envy you. I had to go to the toilet after that individual, and it was not pleasant. 
Let's just go look at something else. I'll catch up. Now we switch scenes. <laughs> Jun, you are with Guillotine and Shimi. Guillotine's kind of leading and just kind of going wherever she wants, and Shimi's just hanging back and just seems to be just watching both of you. Can I like walk shady. a little faster than Guillotine? Um, yeah, you can try. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna try that. Yeah, she keeps trying to basically cut in front of you, and like whenever you go forward, she'll turn around and like enter into a different room, almost as if that's where she was actually going in the first place. I do the same to her. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Why don't you make a manipulation roll? Let's see who can annoy them, <laughs> the other person the most. Anything you can do, I can do better. I can do anything better than you. Could it be command? Because I'm trying to be like, trying to steer her. Yeah, I'd like you to use command. Okay. <laughs> I roll it. <laughs> hmm? Oh, just one extra from. Mm-hmm. Did you get any? Out of darkness point. Oh my god. <laughs> what a petty darkness point. I got a success. All right, she got three. Fuck. <laughs> so she just, she just keeps, you're trying to keep up and kind of bully her into going this way or that just by like you know, body blocking her. But she's pretty quick and she just keeps turning and keeps turning. She keeps making these little snide remi- uh, remarks like commenting, you know, those, uh, those compliments, they're, what do they call them? Complicults? <laughs> Talking about your shoes or like, you know. Oh yeah, you you know if you if you grew a few inches, you'd be very attractive. I think. Well, I mean, aside from the kua pop thing. If you grew a few inches, you'd be more attractive. Are you okay? You sound like you're losing air, hun. This is the stasis hold, and I shut the door. <laughs> it's like, oh, is this someone's bedroom? Oh, let's go check out the actual bedroom. I want to see how y'all live. She kind of pushes her away into Zul's room. Well, just starts looking around, opening a couple of drawers here and there, opening some cabinets. My porn stash! <laughs> oh, look at that. We've got a couple of bottles of uh, booze in here. Here's Captain of Drinker, is that it? Just like, hey guys, let's go attack some slaver ship out in the middle of nowhere. No? Oh, I'm just looking so at so dull. So you're supposed to be the gunner, huh? If, I mean, honestly, if you were the gunner, I feel like you would have probably taken that ship out a little quicker. You got some holes in your ship. I mean, you should see it from the outside. It is scorched. I mean, apparently, you know, maybe mm-hmm. not as good as your captain I thinks mean, you are. I mean, that's okay. I mean, I could, t- I could show you a few tricks. You can show me how you dyed your hair, too. Looking a bit scorched as well. She <laughs> <laughs> runs her hands through her hair. Hey, you know what? Can't always get the best product in some of these places. It's a pirate's life for me, you know? Ooh, what's over here? Let's go that way. And she just scampers off to some other location. Meanwhile, on the bridge, Jafara, you arrived just in time to see several monitors on the bridge lighting up, and you recognize the signals of someone trying to bust into your system. Mm-hmm. Don't like that. What are you going to do? You try to shut them down? I will hop into my chair, yeah, and I'll start pressing some buttons. All right. Have a roll off. Mm. What'd you get? I'm going to push it. Bum, bum, 
I'm gonna push it. Push it. So I hold the six, but do I roll the same amount of dice though, and I just have the success, or do I do one less? You roll all the ones that failed. Okay, but I get plus two, right? Yep. Uh, if that's the icon you picked. Um, the data gen icon. <laughs> if yeah, you the, the messenger. I did. El messengero. Oh, my success. Yeah, one. You sit down and start plugging away and barely manage to shut down whoever is doing this. I mean, I have a lock on them already with a data meme, so conceivably I could have just shut their sensors down, right? I don't believe sensors are a viable target. They aren't? I mean, you know what? We're going to play play with this. You can do whatever you want to the other ship. What do you want to do? I'd like to shut down their data. Well, whatever's sending out the transmission to our ship. So sensors or I don't know if it's a data mean attack. Uh, it's basically they're doing a remote hack. So it's similar to the way a data mean works where they have to get the scan on you so they know your ship. Well, then I'll shut down their freaking sensor like the data meme. Okay. Make a data general. You're going to data meme their data meme? Da, 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 da. Don't you fuck me. I'm going to roll again. I think I'm up to 18 now. Just feeding them to me. Three successes. Ooh, you know what? I'm going to spend one of these darkness points to reroll my not successes and see if I can match you on that. And I got two. All right, whoever's on the other side is like steadily resisting you getting into their ship and heads you off at the pass a couple of times. Finally, you manage to break through and you cause their data mean to basically go into a recursive loop on itself and shut it down. For the little, time being. A little fart, show, like a little butt shows up on the screen and it farts and a little genie comes out and it's got my face on it and I'm just like <laughs> wagging my finger. Elaborate. All right. Uh, do you want to do anything else? They're, they're, you know that it's only a matter of time before they get the get it back online, whoever this is. Um, you can go on the offensive. You can try to bolster your defenses against future attacks. You can... Call Zul and complain. Ah, <laughs> uh, ah, uh, uh, you didn't say the magic word. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, you didn't say the magic. You guys remember that? Mm. Okay. Mm. From Jurassic Park, Newman. Or uh, the hacker guy, the guy from Seinfeld. The, the, yep. Uh, he got the whipped cream canister. Yep. Yeah. But like, I remember. It, when he, he, he does a computer and it says, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, he didn't say the. Uh, that was uh, an homage to that, but yeah. <laughs> I will. What's your next move in this game of data gen chess? What you doing? Oh my god, you make so much noise. I will alert the captain to the nosiness of the other ship. All right, uh, are you doing it via text or via voice? I will do it via voice. I don't care. So like over the intercoms? Mm -hmm. All right, what do you say? Um, Captain, seems as if I didn't get a proper introduction to their data spider on their ship, and they're being a bit nosy right now. I mean, I could check out their ship, too, if you want. Um, I thought you already did check out their ship, or no? 
I mean, I'm just saying that to you, like to be like they're being nosy. Do you want me to be nosy? Um, I'll I'll say back. Yeah, go go ahead, um, Jafar. Um, let's let's see what's going on with them. And I'll look at <laughs> I'll look at Kandake and say, um, courtesy is courtesy, and um, and then um, why why are you trying to break into our ship? Oh, I am not trying to. However. My dad, Jin, he's uh, curious sometimes. Let the children play, right? We don't need to hold their hands or change their diapers. No, of course not. We can talk business. I'm ready for it. Um, what business would you like to talk of? Well, let's go back to listing all of this cargo and we'll see what is good for me. A few minutes later, the other ships... Unless, actually, um, Jafar, you still have a chance to do something if you want. You gonna go on the offensive? Um, I'm gonna bolster our defenses. Okay. Uh, make a data general and tell me how, how many successes you get. <laughs> get ready to add a darkness point. <laughs> well, you fucking jinxed it, you bitch. <laughs> Two more dice. Uh. Are you, are you do, again? Oh my god! I mean, wow! Everything I spent all back. No, it's because someone's perpetuating. No, because you keep rolling on that dumb <laughs> coffee can lid. That's the what coffee can lid is cursed. It's not cursed. It's you. <laughs> no, Sam, you're spitting out anti luck. See, you're putting out bad vibes towards me, and I don't like that. <laughs> we need. We should burn some sage. I think that'll clear it up. I'm gonna burn his clothes in the fucking right. bathtub. Or we can use that uh, fancy soap you gave us. <laughs> That's true. So uh, here comes the opposing datagen again. I blame you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, he immediately begins uh, hacking back into your system. Make a resist roll without any bonuses because you failed to bolster your defenses. Seems very persistent. Oh, he needs to get the hell out. One success. All right. You pound away at the keys, trying to thwart this individual, but they get the better of you, finally. They slip right past you, and then all of a sudden, all of the monitors on the ship start crawling with little digital cockroaches. And then your intercom system gets taken over for a brief second, and it just starts playing like fart noises. <laughs> All throughout the ship, everyone hears. <laughs> for about 15 seconds, and then it stops, and the cockroaches clear off of your screen. It's pretty good, yeah. mm. I say to Guillotine, it's like, hmm, your data spider's just like you. All gas, no fire. Excuse me? Nothing. You're the one who got uh, through your incompetence, got your ship shot up. I mean, it could be your captain's incompetence. He does look a little dull around the edges. Actually, it's Walter Wagon's fault. Could be Walter's fault. <laughs> <laughs> I just blame everything on Walter. I'm going to say to Walter's Ivory. Walter's like Zul. sitting there on open comms. Just, <laughs> just crying. Zol's heart swells up with like being being stood up for by his, his crew uh, off the... the 
But we can't even see it. Can I say to Ivory and be like, the sad thing is, I'm not sure if that was our datagen, your datagen, or your friend in the bathroom that made this happen. <laughs> I'm going to remove a darkness point for that one. <laughs> 17. This is lightning the load. <laughs> that was very timely. Yeah, Ivory just kind of scratches his head and looks over to you guys like, that's a good point. But I'm guessing it's Cockroach. He's a bit of a child. As a matter of fact, he's he's literally, I think, 16 years old. I will say you guys have the best names of any little Boy Scouts I've ever seen out here. Well, I mean, you're supposed to take on a crazy pirate name when you become a pirate, right? And that's what I became, a pirate. Now I'm a fixing the ship of a pirate, or at least fixing Kandake's ship until we get our ship. We're all trainees, by the way. It was like a training exercise. We're supposed to... Go out and do pirate things with her watching over us and all that. I probably shouldn't have said any of that, but you know, just don't tell her. We're we're good. Let's go look at this thing over here. Then you hear yelling from down the right. Hey, where'd you guys go? <laughs> yeah, I think there's a problem with your toilet flushing. I knew it. I knew he was gonna wreck it. Whose week is it to clean the restroom? <laughs> It's Not mine. Because Walter's. Why, you guys? Walter's why is it my turn every week? I feel like I'm missing. Walter, you just draw the short straw, buddy. It's never my turn. Jun. Guillotine, apparently bored of like rifling through everybody's personal belongings. She just got through kind of searching through Rebus's room and finding a few a few things. It's like, oh, well, that's interesting. I haven't seen one of those since I last visited the Alam's Temple Resort. I feel like it would be very apparent, but if anybody tried to enter my room without entering a code, it would be a very obnoxious awakening. <laughs> she probably tried to. Jinx would probably pop up like out of their little stasis pod and just like emitting a high pitched frequency. <laughs> okay, she promptly closes it. I'll get that one later. But after rifling through Rebus's room, she turns to June. You know, there's something not right about you. A hmm. off. And what is that? I don't know. There's something. It's like too symmetrical about your face, or I don't know. Oh, I, I, get, give, a, I get, get a little, give a little spin around. Get a little uh, genetic work done. You could say. Uh, were you like like really ugly and just had to like get it all redone, just mm. like start to finish, mm. you know, top to bottom? No, not necessarily. Oh, you probably didn't improve your t- gunning skills, huh? No. That's why you're still a little weak. You just haven't got used to the prosthetics. Mm, no prosthetics, baby. At all. Yeah, I don't know. It looks like you had a little work. And I wink done. with my I wink with my targeting scope eye. <laughs> you know, let's go check out the arboretum. She scampers off. I hate her <laughs> so much. <laughs> oh, do you? I'm trying to nag you. I worked long and hard. At creating Turns it. out I just hate every other hacker that I come across. <laughs> Speaking of which. Um, it's uh, your turn there in this little little hack off. Yeah. What are you doing? Bolstering your defenses or going after the Jin? I'll go after the other little fucker. All right. Make a roll. Two successes. All right. Two successes. You. Punch through, and your opponent attempts to thwart you a couple of times, but you just like weave right past him. You're kind of getting the hang of his rhythm. What do you want to do to their ship? 
Um, I mean, you could do something like you try to shut something down. You could try to hack in, like pull information out. I mean, you could pretty much uh, giving you free reign to do whatever you want. <laughs> Cause all the toilets to back up. <laughs> well, fuck, I don't know. Come on, I'll hacker. Pull in, I'll pull info. All right. Anything? Anything in particular you'd want to go after? Um, I guess how many people are on board? Okay, you do a quick roundup of the, uh, basically punch in, find the crew manifest, and there's this standard crew of five, including, you know, Kandake as the captain, and it looks like there's a total of ten soldiers on board. Can I also look up this cockroach and see if I can find out his real name? Uh, you do find cockroach listed in there as their chief sensor operator, that you don't see any real, there's no uh, indication of real names for anyone. Every reference to them is just reference to their, their new pirate name. Boring. Meanwhile, Zul, down with Kendake, and she's just grilling you for every little thing and about the ship. And then she, as she's making this list of all these things and like, you know, jotting down numbers, approximations of value and trying to calculate your tithe. So, so, what are you doing out here along the Lebanon Trail? Even when Josiah was captain, you never came this way. Was it just to find this target? Well, it's brought us here, yes. Um, I'm supposed to be meeting with a contact about some business on the planet. Um, on Lebanon? Well, not exactly. I'm supposed to be getting some information about a contact. Um, fr- frankly, it's, it's, it's private, but... Um, this was just a target of opportunity, one might say. Um, and these individuals were slavers, which made them especially tempting a target. As far as my, my business on, on Livalon, um, that's one of the warlords, and I'll keep that between myself and him. Of course. Discretion um, is an important trait in cer- a loyal captain. Certainly. Um, I, I, would hate, I would hate to have to tell him too much about um, our interaction here. Um, he, he was expecting us. and Well, um, I guess he's going to expect you to be a little bit late. Oh, absolutely. I, I, don't, I, don't, um, I don't intend to deny you your, your 20%, as we agreed upon. Um, but 20% <laughs> now. Oh, come, come now. It's strange how these numbers <sighs> keep changing, almost as if you're very bad with math. Well, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look at her and say, surely you don't take 40% from everyone you encounter. No, usually we just shoot them and take whatever we want. Ah, uh, yes. I'm doing you a favor, you know, your, your former captain, me and him had a long history together. Well, did, did you know, um, uh, did they, what kind of, did they bone? Why are you covering? Oh yeah, I don't know. I I I, I don't know why. What kind of? You didn't want the listeners to hear that. I don't know why I covered. What what kind of history did they have? Do I know what kind of history they had? It was uh, a rivalry. She was doing the exact same thing she's doing to you, which would every time she found him, she'd try to make his life a living hell until he joined. She basically bullied him, and he spent a lot of time 
getting around it and occasionally shooting down some of the iron chains ships just to be kind of you know never never blowing any up enough to piss her off to the point where she'd come and kill him but you know wandering by an iron chain ship shooting out its reactors and leaving them floating until somebody had to come pick them up just being an inconvenience so where does the iron chain operate primarily so their main area of operation is the Narmada system, though not out towards uh, the... Because remember, it's a trinary system. Not right. out towards this star that you're going to. So they do operate around Akal, and your contact, Daniel Saruk, the one you got this job from, he works with them quite a bit, actually. Okay. They also poke their way into Zamusa and Ericu. So those are their three systems that they kind of wander back and forth. Okay. Are those systems uh, all part of the, the trinary system then? No. No, no, no. Narmada is the trinary system. Okay. Ericu is where you're going to be going next on your way to Journey's End. Okay. And Zamusa is where you just came from. Okay. So they, they, they're actually, they, we're like right in the middle of two of their systems. Yeah. Though technically, they, uh, since you're going to the Jormungand Star, that's technically like not their zone because the warlords of... Uh, Libelon claim this area. So there's pirate activity. Basically, if she wanted to operate uh, around Nibelon, she would have to pay a tithe to them. And she's not about that. So, so Gendake, um, a lot of the weapons we're carrying are bound for one of the more powerful warlords of, of Libelon. Um, if, if, um, if you take them, from me. You're effectively taking them from them. Um, they are expecting us. So um, I'm happy to pay our, our tithe, your what, uh, whatever percentage we inevitably settle on to, to you of, of the, the goods that we got from these poor slavers, and you can even take the ship. But um, I, I must warn you, right, I, and you are certainly a beautiful and powerful pirate queen, but um, taking these weapons that are bound for my business associates um, here may be viewed as an act of war. And um, while I know you are quite powerful and formidable in these parts, they are not without significant military might of their own. Um, so I, I would, I would caution you. Are you trying to be commanding or manipulative? Well, I'm lying. So. Manipulative? Manipulative, alright. Make that roll. Manipulator. <sighs> Push it. Oh, man. You people. Fuck, I got such bad rolls today. Just keep shaking them until they do something. What are you doing? Are you rolling? You're rolling different ones? Yeah. What's happening here? Different dice. I mean, the ones you dropped had like two sixes, but I didn't. I wasn't roll. Nothing again? Well. <laughs> Alright. She laughs at you. Somehow, I do not think that these warlords are going to find me. Regardless. Besides, wouldn't you be a little more frightened if 
I happened to say, send them anonymous messages that the crew of the Mahdi had shot out one of the people that, one of their employee ships. Very expensive thing. Cutting into the profits from their slaving activities. I have a feeling they might not like that so much. Even more so, since you are um, delivering weapons to them, if you just showed up at their door with these weapons and they knew already, what would you do? Probably sell it to one of the other ones. <laughs> and I'll wink at her. An interesting choice. You <laughs> and you might even get away with it. The various warlords on Libelon, they do not like each other so much, and they're always trying to usurp each other's power. Tell me, have you had any more interesting jobs happening than just delivering weapons to slavers? Josiah always hated slavers. It seems weird that you'd be handing weapons over them, over to them and then shooting down one of their ships. It's, it's all very convoluted. <laughs> yeah, you got really caught in a lie. Wait, 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 wait. The warlords are the slavers? The warlords are the slavers? Yeah. Who, would el- who else would slavers. slave than people with power? They employ the slavers. Where do you think the money goes? Because the slavers that we, they were going to double cross them. There you go. <laughs> Those slavers were going to take off with all the goods and stuff instead of actually delivering them. So you are sent out to fetch them. Let's see if Zul can work it out on his own. <laughs> Let's see if Zul I can mean, it's 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 You're really bad in a thousand. Just get one of those giant anime sweat beads <laughs> on his head. It's it's all it's all it's all very complicated. Um, our oh um, please explain. Maybe talk with very small words so I can understand. Listen, l- 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 listen, listen, l- l- listen. Our our business partner sent us out to retrieve these weapons from these. Slavers who proved to be um, less than trustworthy, and we were instructed that we could keep um, the remainder of the slavers' goods in return for the weapons, uh, in addition to a small sum. Um, now, um, I understand that you're going to extort us for whatever whatever it is you're you're going to demand of us but um uh, let me uh, let me ask you something do you think that you can just demand whatever you want from anybody that comes through your area i mean 40% this is ridiculous like let's let's make a deal here Make a manipulation roll real quick. Minus two dice because you've been caught in so many lies already. Why'd you lies. mention the weapons? <laughs> yeah. yeah they're, we they're stashed all the we weapons. stashed them like, in the oh. smuggler stash. We got the Yeah, every all the weapons were stashed away. All the weapons. The That's why I showed you the number of, of value. Why didn't you give me the list? You because you asked for the list. You didn't give me the list. Oh, the inviting starts. Wait, wait. The darkness grows. Yeah, I just, I, I don't, I don't know what you guys hit or what you guys didn't hide. I'm gonna manipulate it. I, we I, hit I, all of the weapons. I explicitly said that beforehand. Pushed them away from the arboretum because that's where all the weapons were hidden, including the armor. 
So they could have just found all the drugs and stuff and can the I, liquor. We could have given I that there were away. Five thousand in weapons. And that was the bulk of the stuff. No, okay. seventy-five thousand was the launchers. value of everything besides the weapons. Yeah. Can Can I see the list? Then I'm confused as shit about what we have. I can't see the list. Okay, fine. So we we didn't hide any grenade launchers, and we hit all. We the, hit all the grenade launchers. We hit all the weapons. All the that we found. guns. All the grenades. Okay, I, did, I thought you just hid hid. Okay, we hit all the <laughs> weapons. I mean, there was like random armor and stuff. That's it's all like good. Zul's just having a moment. He's he's a little drunk. At I got this two. Point. I got two successes. Okay. Wow, really? Even with two di- being two dice down? Yeah, I pushed it. You can have a darkness point. Oh, <laughs> I thought I said that. I did not hear that. But push it real good. good. Just kind of raises an eyebrow at you. I have a feeling there are other things going on. Obviously, you do not want to tell me. Ever wonder how we found you out here? Never bothered to ask, did you? Um, how did you find us out here? I'm not going to tell you. You were supposed <laughs> to ask first. I just asked you. I know, but if you would have asked me before, then maybe I would have answered. I do not want to have to hold your hand. If you are going to eventually become... One of my captains under me in the Iron Chain, you need to learn how to handle yourself. Your crew needs to grow up. Take your 40% and get off my ship. <laughs> Bold. Make a command roll. She liked it. She thought it was sexy. Um, I can push it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Running out of darkness dice over here. Use the pink one. Use the pink one. It will serve you well in the days to come. You can do it. I love it. My players all look frustrated right now. It must be 2005 because we're in love with the darkness. Get it? Mm-hmm. Lord, you need a box for those dice. I got one success. One success. All right. She kind of smirks at you. Seems a little impressed. Well, then, if negotiations are over, I shall let, I shall call back in my crew. Let's just finish this glass of wine and see where this, see what uh, they get themselves into any trouble before we end this little game. Meanwhile, Reeves, uh, your friend Ivory, the uh, the and. Um, Every time. Thumper. I put them on two different sets of paper instead Thumper of putting the them dumper. together in pairs, so I'm confusing myself. Thumper the dumper. Yes, dump, <laughs> thumper dumper. Uh, comes strolling back and is just like doing the same thing where he's kind of pushing things, thinking that maybe it'll pop open like a magic trick. And Ivory's just going through and they stumble across the... Um, actually, no, they... Where, where did you guys keep the torpedoes? You just put them in the cargo bay. They're in the cargo bay. I don't oh, think we have a yeah. torpedo launcher currently, do okay. we? No, no. We're just chilling. So he just keeps going over your ship, and then eventually takes out a data pad and starts making little notes. Like, That's a very interesting configuration. I'm gonna have to do some theoretical test work on that one. I like to send a text to to Reba. It's like my girl's really annoying. Can we <laughs> trade? I'm going to write back, mine seems dumb yet really confident. I'm going to send a text to everybody. If I if I grenade this person, how do you guys feel? <laughs> I'm like real close. I'm like telling you right now, I'm real close to oh. like stepping out and frag grenading her and shooting her. 
I was saying a text. I'm like, right. I'm right on the edge of it. Yeah. I'm, gonna gonna like, <laughs> I'm, I'm okay. I can't, I can't get these dice to roll for me, but with the frag grenade, Jason rolls the dice. So uh, at least I'm, yeah. I'm going to send a text to Zool. that's like, see if we can't like not join her, but like also like just like work for her from time to time. Like, can't we just like maybe talk her down a little bit and then offer to do jobs for her in the future? Without like joining her little band, I don't like her. I'm gonna message and say I, I can don't love just... her either. But if it's another person to do jobs for later on, I mean, if she only takes a cut like everyone else does, but her rates are insane. I mean, but forty percent. But the bounty could be insane too. I don't want to work for. I don't want to work for somebody that that shows up and then robs us, though. You know what I mean? If somebody was like, "Hey." Do some work for me, and you know I'll give you jobs, and I'll take a percentage. But somebody that just shows up and robs you is is uh, yeah. What I'm saying is, you talk her down this time, and then offer her in the future. Like we'll do jobs for you in the future at like whatever. I could sever up. the docking mechanism, and we could just take her kidnapped. All right. Uh, well, her and you know four soldiers. Yeah. Well, yeah. they all seem derpy as hell. So. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Four soldiers, ten. Like they're not going to fire on us if yeah. Kandaki's in they're here. All, they're all. Their their party is split. Uh, Jun is alone like a, with I one of them. Text messages. <laughs> and I'm still like the old can... text messaging where you have to like hit the buttons like multiple times. Oh, no, God. no, it's it, it, flip phone. Yeah. It, re- it reads your eye movement. Um, <laughs> well, let's listen, Kandaki. I, I, listen. Let's let's make a. I, mean, I was getting, I was getting, I was getting frustrated earlier with you. Let's let's make a deal. You you want us to work for you. Um, let's say this time we give you twenty percent of our of our take here, and it it'll leave my bosses happy. They're not going to be frustrated. And then perhaps you need something. Um, you seem to believe that um we are worth not blowing out of the sky, which means you think that we are at least somewhat competent, um, or else you wouldn't want us to work for you. Um, say in the future, should you have need of us, um, we might be persuaded, or we might help you um, when you need. As far as joining the Iron Iron Fleet, um, I don't know that I can work for somebody that just comes and, and robs me for no reason. Um, What's to, what's to say that we start working for you and then the the terms suddenly shift? Um, what kind of uh, what kind of a deal is that? I am very fair to those who pledge their loyalty to me. Uh, I don't know. After all, in this changing environment, we need to band together. Corsairs need to turn into fleets, and eventually, as the factions begin to take over each system one after the other, we will become mercenaries, and we will fight for them or against them, as we are paid. I'm looking at the longer picture. I'm looking at 30 years from now. Not next month. A message. Could we be a charm on the chain? (laughs) 30 years from now, I intend to be retired somewhere. Relaxing. I don't want to be running a fleet. Um, I'd be happy to assist you from time to time, but as far as working under you, I, I don't ever see that as being in my future. Um, do you want to make a deal? Of course we can make a deal. Just um, 
Again, let's just finish this wine first and see what develops. Jun, guillotine has run off now and is now in the arboretum, kind of running up and down these circular stairs that you have moved from the, the bottom floor to the top floor of your ship in the mm-hmm. fashion that it was designed. Looking at all the different plants, going, oh, so much arash. You guys must just hotbox this thing nightly. Impressive. I'll give you mm-hmm. one point. Thank you. Thank you. Watch out for Rhonda, though. Rhonda? Rhonda. And I'm like, Rhonda, bite! <laughs> Rhonda pokes her head out of a bush, this basketball-sized hedgehog, looks over and, just, and then goes back to rooting in the dirt for bugs. We're working on that. <laughs> she just shakes her head. Okay. Worst pirates ever. So she begins kind of like looking around and you notice her kind of examining all of your different little potted areas and kind of slide, starts sliding her hand under rims and so forth and gets real close to one of your little buttons that makes things pop up out of your smuggler's hold. And uh, what do you do? I just like, oh, I start sweating. You let her do it? Mm-hmm. You stop her? Um. <laughs> I, I pluck a piece of arash. It's like, why don't you take this on the rug? Honey, I'm sure you, it'll take the edge off. Oh, we got plenty of that. Mm. But always interested in trying new strains. It's uh, a... <laughs> this is that uh, Gargalon Kush <laughs> from the Gargalon system. <laughs> Gargalon <laughs> system. Oh, gargle on that. Not familiar with any gargle on this, huh? Mm. Isn't that just a moon? Gargle on these nuts. Hilarious. Anyway, she like runs her, f- again, it's kind of like looking around and like touching things and feels, oh, what's this? Click. And then one of your plant thing like, pops open. Happens to be an empty one. Oh, look at little secret compartments. I'm liking this. Clever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wonder how many more of these pop open, and she immediately just starts running from planter to planter and like searching around. Watch out for the traps, though. <laughs> traps? You want to make a manipulation roll? <laughs> I'll try. Uh, <laughs> no, get her out of there. Shoot her yeah, you don't have your you don't have your pistol out. So shoot her in the face. I mean, you do just have a gun that's silent. take guess. a shot. At <laughs> yeah, it. Uh, sneak attacker. Just kill her. <laughs> just got the fight. Make your roll. Just, I mean. Reroll it. Anything? <laughs> re-roll I'm it. not going to re-roll that. I'm sitting on. Five, Wait, how many are you sitting on? 10, 15, 19, man. 19, let's make up eight. Let's make it even 20. Oh, my god. Do it, do it. Yeah. Huh? That's One success. success. All right, she like is looking around and then stops for a minute and then turns and kind of squints her eyes at you. Hmm, it's gonna be one of those electric traps, huh? The one kind of kinds that make you fall down and shit yourself. I know people like you. Not gonna want to blow up your own ship. Still though, Kandaki should know about this. You got something hidden here. Let's go back. I'm getting a little beep on my watch. I think she wants to talk now. Hmm. Any last minute, any last words? 
I'm not gonna kill her. Put her in the space. Throw some rush with her. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> throw her in the. There is some another person there that he that Jun uh, would have to kill as well. It's like, I, it's like, what if I just take them to like one more spot on the ship? It's the airlock. Like, hey. like, hey, why don't you walk on in here? Shut the door. Press the button. Goodbye. Do you think there'd be consequences for that? Well, the airlock's currently hooked up to the docking mm. uh, tube. What about an escape pod? I'm sure we can get rid of that. Push them in the escape pod. I'm sure they can retrieve them. You just watch yeah. as like, again, guillotine's mm. just kind of running around and like, just being obnoxious, but Shimi still. See her stare over at you as you're having these thoughts, and her eyes just kind of narrow as she's almost reading your mind. Uh, <laughs> is this. I, I go, I look at Shimi, and I'm like, is she like this all the time? Shimi kind of stares at you and then just shrugs. Hmm. I've not heard her say a single word, by the way. Not, not a single word. She just shrugs. Yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> they, they double teamed me. They double teamed me. <laughs> double teamed by two girls, and I hated it. And then Shimi's little communication watch beeps, and she taps it, points at you, points at her, and then points back toward the mess hall. Okay. Let's, let's walk on down. And you guys head back towards Zul. Rebus. What? <laughs> At a certain point, Ivory, who's just been crawling around like, like, probably like five times worse than any of your kids was when they were like four years old. Just running around the ship, just poking everything, and opening up panels and stuff like that, and getting f- more and more excited the longer this goes on. And eventually, his watch beeps. He goes, ah, all right. Captain wants us back. Apparently, your captain and ours have made some sort of deal, but um, nice ship. Great. Thank you. Can't wait to wash all the fingerprints off it. Oh, why? Seems like such a waste of time. Seems like you had too much Mountain Dew today. (laughs) Was that Mountain Gin? (laughs) (laughs) I texted the the ship group chat. I'm like, uh, Shimi Shimi might have read my mind. I don't know. She looked at me a long time. And then back on the bridge, um, your opponent, Mr. Cockroach, is making one last attempt to tack into your ship. Now, I did get a success, but I'm going to burn one of these because I've got a million of them to try to go for more successes. Well, then I will, too. So put one right back in. You Jesus. The musical chairs with the darkness points. I got two, three successes. Nice. So, it begins hacking in, and at this point, though, you've really gotten a hang on how this kid works, and you immediately block him, put him into a loop, so he thinks he's still hacking, but basically he's kind of hacking uh, an illusionary program, and because you had a critical success, you now have the opportunity to basically hack back without him even knowing it. So, uh, what would you like to yank from uh, the Huntress? Mm. Any information? Or do you want to just, like, you know, know, shut something down to be a dick? I would like to pull all of their recent communications. Okay. 
Um, make another data general. Uh, give yourself two extra dice because of your your quick circular thinking. Uh, <laughs> doing another one. I think I'm, that's yeah. the last darkness point I pulled out. <laughs> I had to get more. Wait, that means you're capped, right? Use them up. Uh, it just means I need to dig more dice out of the bag. Mm, three success, four successes. Oh, very nice. All right. All oh, your base. You oh, slice through all of his like in place. Uh, defensive software, like a knife through butter. You cut right in, you pull out all the communications logs, and you find something else in there, a piece of code that they were running or that it's actually still running passively. And you yank that out real quick just out of curiosity. And at first glance, so like you you pull all this stuff out while he's still running in loops. The communications logs, you just like zip through them. You see a lot of stuff that seems to be uh, inner pirate sort of stuff. And you see a couple of communications with the Order of the Pariah. A quick glance through them, you see the Order of the Pariah has been sending messages to the Iron Chain in regards to, and it's always the same ship that seems to be sending uh, messages or the same person sending these messages out. But in regards to finding someone that is of interest to However, you do notice that uh, uh, the Iron Fleet has been contacted, specifically Kandaki has been contacted about a half dozen times. And four of those, she never responded. And then the other two, uh, the the next, she basically didn't respond to the first four. Then on the fifth one, she deflected and was like, I don't know who this person is, blah, 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 blah. And on the sixth one was finally like, Oh, wait, yes, I have information. These people are in, have fled to, and gives the location of a system that's like far away from here. So these peers have actually sent the Order of Pariah off and on a wild goose chase. Well, obviously, she knows that there's something that they want. Yeah, she does. Well, yeah. The other bit of information that you pull out, that bit of code, you recognize as similar, but not exact to the code that you were given to uh you were given the by the previous the, hacker to track yes <laughs> that's what i was trying to say Den- Deniel's Deniel i think that was the word, that was his name Deniel Saruk yep. it was the code he gave you to to access the tracking meme so you could find the slaver ship apparently Kendake's Dedogen reproduced it somehow and which is probably how she found you almost definitely how she found you and then you get a little Beep on your watch as the final deal is being made down in the mess hall. Did I also find out what this cockroach's name, real name is? Oh, he doesn't have a real name listed. He doesn't anyway. even have a real name listed. listed. He doesn't have any diaries or anything that talks He's... about anything yeah, about his daddy. life. Secret webcam. Oh, he doesn't have any him, previous uh, online purchases. I want to. His name is Cockroach now. He's a pirate. Yeah. It's just his name now. No. You do find out actually one interesting thing is the cockroach guillotine. Um, Ivory and their pilot, whose name is uh, Haytham. They're all green as hell. They've only been on the Huntress for about four months. What happened to her crew? Uh, they were apparently transferred off in exchange for this crew. 
for a crappy, scrappy crew. Okay. Seems like they're saving the higher-ups for something else, or they don't want anyone to know about it. Uh, well, actually, um, you'll discover this later. You won't discover this in the immediate. But if you go back through her records of uh, the crew manifest, this same exact transfer seems to happen about every eight to ten months. And then after approximately two months, uh, or approximately two to three months, um, the new crew is removed, and then the old crew, the original crew, comes back. Oh, so they do like a weird management training thing with them, right? Pretty much, yeah. Like, all right, here's how it goes. It seems all to be right, an evaluation. You, either you get your ship or I'm going to eject you. Pretty much. Okay. So you all make it back down in the mess hall. Everyone comes strolling in. Rebus looks a little flustered. She is. <laughs> I feel like I would June looks a little flustered. Oh, they are. <laughs> well, Jafar probably looks a little self-satisfied. <laughs> or maybe yeah. stressed. Who knows? I feel like I would have also messaged about the whole pariah message exchange. Oh, okay. So you get that information from Jafar that the pariah apparently contacted Kandake and she deflected them and sent them off. Basically telling them that she had heard that you were on your way to the Sivas system. We're the which people is that quite they a far were, away that they were chasing. They were at, yeah, they were asking about you. Okay, <laughs> okay. I thought I thought it was somebody I else. Thought you said some really? people, yeah, you said people that would have fled. <laughs> like, there's another group connected with Kandake that's being hunted by the Order of the Pariah. I don't know. What? I was like, that's, that's crazy. crazy. Wow, understand. we should find these guys <laughs> and maybe make our own convoy. <laughs> yeah, let's group up. Let's team up with them, man. I'd like to so meet cool. these guys. Seems like their interests align with ours. Isn't that how you... Huh. Uh, that's so crazy. That was a real Chekhov's gun right there. Oh, yeah. That was a real Chekhov's gun for you. That that took a bit. So when you finally all come back together, Kendake looks over the chart, compares it to the charts of the other little scouting groups that she sent out. How about this? You did go through the effort of shooting this other ship out of the sky. Very noble. Attacking slavers, you know, with all of your honor or whatnot. However, you cannot use those torpedoes, so I say we take the torpedoes off your hand, and we take the booze, the drugs, and the food. So simply for convenience that we do not have to resupply. And the loader exo, because ours recently broke down. My estimated value for this, 21,000 burr, much lower than... Sorry, she doesn't actually know you have the grenade launchers. But <laughs> so it's my estimated value of the 21,000 burr. I'm sure you know how much you really possess in loot. Well, Kandake. Does that sound fair to you? I think you've, I think you've got yourself a deal. Excellent. Oh, and of course, you still owe me that favor you promised me before. Oh, yes. Um... Do you want to... Not that big. <laughs> 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 you see, <laughs> you see Guillotine kind of raises one eyebrow. It's it's not too late to change your mind. Oh, I really must be going. We have to hook up this ship, this husk of a ship that your engineer here peeled apart like an onion and haul it back. Very well, Kandaka. You've got yourself a deal. And the next time we meet, if you wanted that other favor, um, 
Just uh, say the word. Well, like I said, I only bestow those favors upon those who agree to work under me. I could work under you for an evening. Right. Mm. Let us. <laughs> okay. She stands up, kind of gestures to her entourage. Says, we really must be going. Enjoy your trip back to Akal. Uh, yes, and um, I'll, um, I'll, I'll be, I'll be thinking of you. I'm going to whisper. She just smiles as she walks out, knowing that she just pulled one over on you. I'm going to whisper, how does she know where we're going next? How does she know we're going back to a call? Uh, wait, I don't know. Where 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 are we going? Well, now that you're done, you're going back to a call. But you had been telling her that you were going to Libelon? Yeah. She told where, me. where were we going? After I thought we were, we were going to Libelon. No. No, you were going to get the slaver, and then you had to go back to a call, remember? So oh, that, to so finish can, the job, so that you can go back to the yeah. So you can. Oh, but she knew I was lying about the slaver, about the the business at the place. Yeah, she anyway. was just confirming it. Mm-hmm. Oh, but she, yeah, okay. <laughs> I thought she, I thought she knew about our final destination, and I was like, how the fuck? Did she know? No, 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 no. She was really, really, really trying to find out where that was, though. She's very curious why the Order Pariah is after you. Well, she didn't betray us, and she took a bunch of shit we didn't need. So, <laughs> all right. So, two hours later... Stevie, go put the armor on. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're going to change this like, you really, You really want to know, guillotine, <laughs> what we're hiding? Let's change it. <laughs> so, two hours later, the docking module has been detached. The Huntress has latched the other ship to them and is towing them. At a rather moderate speed back toward um, the star that a call rotates, but not actually toward the planet itself, somewhere deeper in the system. Is Cockroach still trying to hack us? Uh, no, <laughs> Cockroach stopped. Oh. A- after he discovered he'd been placed in a loop, he probably went off to pout. <laughs> we got caught by the world's oldest trick. I'll get you, Jafar. <laughs> That's what he sounds like. Oh. <laughs> And you find yourself heading back to a call with five days to go. And that's where we're going to end it. <sighs> we made it out much better than I thought we did. <laughs> oh, my God. I was oh like, God, why'd I... you mention the weapons? Because I didn't look. I didn't actually look at what you guys had hidden. Um, yeah, we. I had I had assumed that the grenade launchers and the grenades were not hidden, um, and mm. that all the other stuff no, that, they, no, no, that's no, immediately I, what they ran to do before she got on. I, uh, I mentioned like grenade launchers, and then it's like, oh, and Jason was like, hey, those are a bit heavy. You're gonna need. It's gonna take some time. Mm. And then Rebus was like, I'll help with that. Really. All right, so um, you made it out. The first encounter with your nemesis. Actually did pretty good. I I honestly was really trying to go June into getting into a fight. Oh, <laughs> it, it was you nearly got me there. You nearly got me there. Oh, after all those not rolling sixes, I was so getting ready to just grenade her and be like, "Fuck it, back <laughs> on." Sorry, guys. Gotta got no really ugly. Came. Yeah, but she was alone. She was alone in an enclosed room, right? And I'm assuming she maybe had a grenade. I could have pulled the pin on hers and then grenaded her with mine. 
<laughs> Double blast damage. You end up blowing yourself up at that point. Yeah. Remember, you're sitting right next to her. They're like, excuse me for a moment. I have I to use to a little boy's room. <laughs> so I need to stand 10 feet away from you for a second. Hey, remain right here for a minute. Don't yeah. we still owe like a portion of this to the guy that actually gave us the job in the first uh, yeah. place, though? Yep, he's at 20%. 20%. I mean, it's up to you to negotiate with him whether that's 20% before you got tithed or 20% after Well, I'd also like to know how the hell they have that code. Hmm? How the hell would they have had the tracking code from him? Well, they don't have the exact same code. That You look at the code closely, it is very definitely programmed to uh, to find the tracking memes, but it is not Denny L's code. Okay. You can tell that somebody else put it together. But, is this but a tracker tracker? It's like someone just knew about the tracking memes and wrote their own piece of software to take advantage of it and kind of you know, be able to say follow Danielle's marks while he doesn't know, so they don't have to pay him, maybe? Who knows? Okay. Mm, we can't let Danielle know that as a piece of information. Yeah, he should pay us for that information, to be honest. Who like, knows? You get to go to a call and talk to him. Oh, yeah. And then you gotta spend at least a day there fixing up that mm-hmm. ship. But anyway, uh, thank y'all for listening. And let's see, uh, we have social media stuff. Rome again. If you go to the Twitters, or if you go to the Instagram, I don't even know why I plugged the Instagram at this point. It hasn't been updated since the Alien campaign. Uh, but we also have a Buy Me a Coffee page, which can be your opportunity to give us the money that we love so much, uh, and also name uh, NPCs or places or ships or, I don't know, pets. And you get to have fun. And yeah, cool. We're done for today. I've been Jason. I've been the Game Master. I've been Jordy, playing Jafar Talay. I forgot my character. Wow. And this is Stevie, playing a flustered Jun Collage. This is Ali, playing Zul. And Sam, playing Rebus. Zul the, bl- Zul the Blue Balls and Rebus the Blue Lips. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, got dice. I gotta buy some dice. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Good night. Thanks for tuning in. See you Bye. next Well, holy crap, I just solved a big-ass problem on accident. You have 11 darkness points. I'm spending them all to make um, Zul shit himself. God damn it. Oh, these these are my favorite still pants. <laughs> they don't make this model anymore. <laughs> Thank goodness now, you always carry an extra pair on you. Of undies? <laughs> but I've got weirdly shaped batocks. These pants are never going to fit me properly. I mean, healthy is a relative term. Because mm. if you think about it, like, smoking one cigarette is like healthier than... Smoking like a pack. That's certainly true. If you, if you, <laughs> the logic's there. If you, if Health you, is relative. if yeah, if you judge everything in relatives, then <laughs> I mean, theoretically, smoking any number of cigarettes is healthier than uh, getting hit by a car. We sound like like uh, mid twentieth century doctors, you know, <laughs> like like oh, you got asthma? Why don't you smoke some menthols? Paul Malls, the uh, okay. preferred cigarette of pregnant women around the United States. Are you feeling fatigued? Here, try some cocaine. Works for me. Better than coffee.
Yeah, can you can you imagine the early days of drugs when you're like, eh, yeah, let's just give it out to everybody. Ever seen the meme that's like old timey doctors and it's like, you have ghosts in your blood, you should do some cocaine about it. <laughs> that's amazing. But could you imagine imagine like ancient ancient times when they discovered drugs? Like they like found these mushrooms, like oh, this is fine to eat, and they got high as shit. They got <laughs> they were tripping balls, and, and they were like, I saw God, like, and here I comes saw, religion. <laughs> I saw God, and then like there's no photos, so like hey, you're like hey, Uglock, uh, listen, um, I I had these mushrooms. I had the most mystical experience. Let me describe these mushrooms to you, and then like Uglock would go out and like just eat some random ass mushrooms and like die and die, <laughs> and then like... and then. And then there, his buddy's like, gonna jot that one down. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, don't eat those ones next time. Well, apparently the gods didn't choose you like they chose me. I'm now the head priest. Everyone obey me. Can we sell those people into slavery? Yes. Uh, I mean... I, mean, we both... <laughs> oh, I don't like the groan. <laughs> they were just slavers. like, I don't care. I need to make some money for my yeah. kids. I'm pragmatic. Huh? 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 Stop playing with your shit. 